What's up, everybody? Zach here with the Zach Shanky Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Hope you're having a great day, great week, great weekend. Um, I'm doing pretty good. Um, <laughs> we uh, just constantly making pivots and shifts in business to see what the market responds to best and greatest, and, and that's what business is all about. And it's it's yeah, that's the way it is, especially in online business. Online businesses are much more difficult than a local business. Oh, excuse me. Especially for like services, like plumbing and electrical and stuff like that. Man, they got it easy. All they need is some basic marketing knowledge. They they can have unlimited leads and scale a little bit and just have a good life. Um, however, what kind of like, not to talk bad about that kind of industry or anything, it's just, I just don't see that as being a massive dent or impact on the world you know like what if what if you take an electrician or something and and they somehow changed the industry somehow and I, I don't know what that would look like I have no idea I've never put thought into that I'm just saying that's why I'm not there <laughs> like I could have I'm just I, I think you know we're going through kind of a little bit of a tough time through summer and I'm just thinking like you know I could have picked easier businesses <laughs> but then I wouldn't be where I'm at and where I'm at is glorious. It's wonderful. I, I love where where I'm at in, in trading specifically. I mean, I I got to learn a skill set that bar none is the best and most profitable skill set in the world. Um, it's just the best thing. And so for that, I'm grateful for all the struggle, you know. Um, so I'm just kind of looking at it. There, there's just so many patterns, so many patterns I'm looking at and seeing and, and wondering how to, how to fix up, how to, how to recreate in a good way. Um, and at the same time, I've got my own personal crap I'm dealing with too, you know. Um, I've got kids I'm attempting to raise the right way and, you know, that's not the easiest thing in the world. Um, I've got a wife who is we're kind of going through divorce stuff going on and and she's super crabby <laughs> and um you know certain expectations need to be met and things like that and then um I've got business partners and they're they're at a certain place too you know and they've got their own personal stuff and it's just kind of a rough season you know it's just going through a rough season um, trading's not going bad, but it's going slow because I've, I've not been trading a lot. And so, um, one of my focuses is to get back, oh, excuse me, get back to consistency with the trading. And so I'm looking forward to doing that. I think, um, uh, that, that actually might help. It might just alleviate some, some fears and things like that. Um... I really, I was actually going to talk to you guys about the, the five love languages, but now that I mention it, I actually think fear might be the more promising topic right now, just based on where I'm at. Like, I've, I've been afraid many times, many times. Um, there have been a lot of moments of no money for months, you know, um, and it's, it's just not fun. Oh my gosh. It's terrifying. So what do you do? What do you do if you're in a fearful situation? Number one, just recognize that it's just a season. 
it's just a moment, you know, um, there's really not, I was going to think of like a, a scriptural story for that, but it's all good. <laughs> it's, it's actually not from the Bible, so I don't, I don't know how comfortable you guys would be with it, so I'm not going to share it, but it is just a season. I mean, if we really think about it, if we really break it down, the purpose of this life is what? It's to get back to live with God, right? We're to be tested, we're to be, we're to grow through our choices, we're to learn, and ultimately have joy as part of our purpose here. Well, how can you have joy if you're just constantly afraid? Whatever war is breaking out right now, right? Like, or whatever, whatever economic crisis is happening, whatever president is being dumb. Oh my gosh, you might be tired. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's just there's always going to be reasons to fear. It's almost it's almost like part of the adversary's plan because fear is the opposite of faith. Right? There's either faith or there's fear. It's one or the other. If you have faith, you won't have fear. If you have fear, it means you're lacking faith. And so when you think about it like that, like why are you struggling with this? Um, dang, man, there's so many examples, <laughs> scriptural examples that I'm, whatever, I'll just share one of them. So if you guys didn't know, I'm, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, who most people know as Mormons, where I stand on the doctrine of that particular uh, religious practice is I like it. I like it a lot. I actually really do understand the doctrine and I really do believe it. Um, where I stand with the actual organization of that church, eh, I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm just not a fan. Most of the leaders, um, I just, I don't, have not had great experiences with. I've in fact had horrible experiences with. And if you know me, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. So it's really, you gotta really be bad to, <laughs> to mess that up. Um, so I don't know, I just, I just feel like happier practicing the doctrine and learning the doctrine on my own um, and not going into an actual church building from that standpoint, um, there's a lot, there's a lot that happens there, you know, and, and they're not the only one, of course, no church is perfect by any means, um, but, uh, anyway, they, because of that belief, there is a scripture called the Book of Mormon, this is why people call us Mormons, um, the Book of Mormon is named after a dude named Mormon, <laughs> it's his book, <laughs> if you can't tell, it's his book, uh, so he didn't write it, he basically abridged it. He took writings from various people um, in the history of the Americas and put them together in an inspired way um, based on his own prayer and his own experiences with God. Mormon was a prophet. And so one of the stories in there, it's an old, old school story. <clears throat> there was a prophet that lived in Jerusalem. Uh, he was about to die because people hated him. And so he fled um, due to God's command, and he made it across the sea with his family and made it to the Americas. And that is the story of the Book of Mormon. And there, he has a son who becomes a prophet. His name is Nephi. And there is a point in time where Nephi and his brothers are visited by angels a couple times. It happens like twice. Um, 
and they are instructed to go and like talk to this rich dude to get something from him. So they decide they want to try to buy something from him. And so his Nephi's brothers are like terrified, fear. Okay, this is where the example comes into play. Okay, there, you got the context. Now, there's, they're afraid. They're afraid because this rich dude, his name is Laban, he's a terrible person and he kills people for fun. Like he's just a bad, a bad guy. Um, and so one of the things that Nephi tells him is like, guys, you literally just saw an angel. You literally just saw an angel. Like if God can part the Red Sea, if God can free the Egyptians, if God can perform all those miracles, then how easy is it for us to talk to a rich dude? Right? Like that, that's the basic premise of it, right? And so if we if we adapt that, I guess I could have used biblical stories for that, right? Like if, if, if Jesus can raise people from the dead and heal the blind and cure leprosy, how easy is it to overcome whatever situation you're in? That's what I'm saying, is that fear displaces faith or it's the lack of faith where fear can edge in and that's that's more of how i imagine it if you had enough faith the fear has no room to be but if you're lacking a little bit that little space that you lack gets filled immediately with fear so how strong is your faith in in the fact that you're not in control god's in control knowing that is he going to allow you to just completely be be done right like not really (laughs) like learn a lesson maybe right and that's what i'm that's what i'm noticing we we actually had a situation this last month uh full transparency we had seven people say yes to buying our systems and all seven of them did not pay they just kind of some of them disappeared some of them changed their mind after a couple weeks but seven committed people shifted that commitment, which has never, ever, ever, ever happened to us before in business. Um, what a shocker. And immediately, you know, to us, that's a miracle. <laughs> a bad one. <laughs> like, it's a negative miracle. Uh, but it is miraculous that that could happen. And it was, in our opinion, we had to do some introspection and look within as to why... God wanted this to happen because it's the only way this could happen is if it was God's will because it's insane for seven people to all back out um just insane so we're looking at it like what did we do what can we do better what direction are we supposed to go with what we have you know like how can we take what we have and multiply it obviously we're not doing it God's way because otherwise he wouldn't be trying to tell us something (laughs) And so that's what we're doing. And so what we did is we looked to identify spots of, of no integrity. And so, for example, we are currently not living off of our trading only. So we decided, you know what? We have to live off of trading only. Meaning, if business folded tomorrow, we would, we would confidently withdraw from our account, etc. And right now, the challenge with that is we're still working on the tax implications. So now we have to get a fire under our accountant's butts to get going so we can actually start withdrawing and we can actually fully, fully rely on our trading and that way we can call ourselves professional traders because we really see ourselves as professional traders and I would call myself a professional trader and Brian a professional trader. However, we're not actually living off of it. 
So we technically should not be saying that. So technically, we're not living in alignment with integrity. Right? These are the things, guys. These are the things to think about. Always growing. Always growing. The other thing we're thinking about is um, packaging. Um, We're thinking about price points. Things like that. You know, we have a larger price point um, for our full packages. We're trying to come up with solutions for those that have bad credit or for those that have limited funds because they are the quote-unquote financial sinners, right? We're supposed to hang out and preach to the sinners. Financial sinners, right? Because we're, we're, we have, we don't necessarily have the, the spiritual answers as a company, okay? Uh, but we do have the financial answers as a company, and so we're looking for the financial sins and the, the financial sinners, and uh, how can we help them? Well, guess what? Financial sinners, they can't afford $12,500 package, Right? And if you're new to this podcast and you didn't know that's what our price point is, well, there you go. Now you know. And guess what? It's worth every single penny. Every penny. Really, really worth it. However, it's hard. Two things happen here. Number one, it's hard for people to understand why it's worth it. Okay, they're just not used to this. The the numbers are so big that it's unbelievable. And when something's unbelievable, well, they don't believe it. (laughs) Right? And so because of that, we have to kind of meet them where they're at mentally, stretch it a little bit, while at the same time maximizing what the company makes. And again, I'm not saying what I make. I'm saying what the company makes, because the thing is, is we're working on a very small marketing budget on purpose. We're doing it on purpose because we need to prove the systems before we increase that budget. It's just part of business. In order to scale, you got to have solid numbers. Right now, the numbers are not solid. Therefore, we cannot scale. Therefore, we're stuck. And because we're stuck, we're stuck. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing beyond that. Um, so, um, we're stuck. And I was really hoping to scale in September, and it's just not going to happen. Uh, so, maybe mid-September, maybe. It depends on how the next uh, pivot goes. Um, worst case, maybe October. You know, and that's okay. I mean, we're okay with it. I'm just saying, like, we we definitely are trying to figure out how do we meet the financial centers in a way that is doable for them as well as doable for the company in order to create bigger impact as company. Right? The company makes money for a reason. If I'm being real. The only real purpose behind a nonprofit organization is tax benefits. Otherwise, I think nonprofit is a whole load of crap and stupid. Why would you not want profits? If if you take any nonprofit organization, charities, whatever, and they changed into a profit organization, they now have more money to make greater impact on helping the people they want to help. So I really think nonprofits are just there for tax benefits, and that's about it. And that's silly, but it is what it is. Um, there's even a story of that. There's a guy, you know how you can go to rescues, like dog, animal rescues, and buy a pet dog, right? Or a pet cat, or whatever. Um, there's a guy that created a rescue that is a for-profit rescue somewhere in, I think it's California or Florida. It's one of the two, but it's a for-profit rescue profit on purpose his his dogs and cats cost money 
a pretty penny. They are not cheap. But my goodness, dude's making bank. People continue to buy from him. Why? Because they don't get a dog that is dirty, that's been cooped up all day. They get a dog who's been going through training, who's been cleaned, played with, exercised, happy. They know the dog's personality. They know what kind of owner they should have. Like, it's just it's just amazing the, the uh, how he built this thing into this... Uh, this business um, and of course you know people are buying these dogs that are ready made if you will <laughs> um, anyway so I think anyway a little mini tangent I guess on profitability versus nonprofit organizations and where my viewpoint is on that my point in saying all of that is our company is definitely for profit and it is for a reason the more profit we have the bigger impact we can make the more people we can reach the more people we can help if you look at even even the apostles and Jesus, those guys were millionaires in their time. Are you kidding me? One of them was like a tent maker, which is like a real estate agent, right? <laughs> Jesus was a carpenter, a businessman carpenter. Made tons of money. Okay, like the, like for real. And and there's a lot of accounts of these things. Fishermen didn't make no money. They I mean that that's a big job. Made a lot of money as fishermen, lots of fishermen in there. There was a tax guy who worked for, basically worked for the IRS, if you will. Um, he made good money. You know, these weren't peasants. Like, they, they were wealthy folks. Why is that? Well, it's because they had influence. And that's that's kind of the goal, right? So so anyway, we, we want to influence industries, influence the world by influencing these big industries. The only way to do that is with profits, <laughs> which is why that's the focus. But that's going to be a bigger focus once we are living in integrity and living off of our trades. Once we're living off of our trades, well, guess what? More money for the business, greater impact. See how this works? It's all good in the hood. So we're thinking about different price points. We're thinking about different offers, thinking about different packages. Oh, it's a lot of work, but it's so much fun. The purpose of it is to get rid of fear and have faith. Faith moving forward. And it's really, really hard, especially if you have doubters in your life. It's It can be very challenging to have that faith. Um, and, and I know that from very, very much from experience. And so, anyway, we are working hard and uh, make sure to have faith and not fear. And if you do have fear, focus on faith and start to pray and you can overcome it. God can do literally anything. He can do miracles. There was a point in time, mini story here, I just made it back to the campsite, so I gotta finish up, but there was a point in time where I had um, no money for three months. All bills were behind. Everything, I was getting called like left, right, and center for bill collecting, and all of a sudden in one weekend, I made $40,000 because I kept on coming up with new creative ideas, kept on pivoting, kept on pivoting, and ta-da, the market responded. And I made 40 grand in a weekend, caught up all my bills and then some. It can, anything is possible. Anything is possible. So thanks guys for listening. I'll talk to you later.